0: so mighty a 35 who's got the reins there i do all right already gotta skim through this one a bit fella. Yes. yeah Hey, so many matches what are we looking at like freaking 16 uh, no 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 um like 12 if you don't count the pre-show stuff
1: uh we're, we're not doing the pre-show oh, of uh, course not no no no. i'm just uh, pointing it out we're just <laughs> we just go like we'll just go through them we we'll just go through the the results. So okay, Jesus Christ, fucking so many fucking matches. Okay, uh, kickoff had I believe three three matches. So the cruiserweight title, uh, Betty Murphy, defending champ versus Tony Nese. and Tony Nese is your new uh, cruiserweight champion. Uh, Shouts out to you know fellow New Yorker. He got that win uh Carmella wins the women's battle royal. Uh fuck this because of course, you know, they eliminate Oscar like a like a bad habit. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the Raw tag team championship match, uh the Edgeheads, uh, Zack Ryder and Curt Hawkins defeated The Revival. Uh happy that they got the belts, you know, the 270 Something losing streak that uh Kerr Hawkins had is over, so he you know got that got that one W uh and uh oh, crap, uh, the Andre, the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, uh, Braun Strowman, uh, he won it. Who cares? Like, where it, what happened to his green belt from the other uh, from the other uh, Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia just disappeared. Who we don't cares? talk
0: about that belt
1: yes we 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 don't we don't okay and then uh first the opener uh the universal championship uh Seth Rollins uh versus uh Lesnar uh Seth Rollins of course uh is your new uh universal champ so guys uh for me uh they, they got it out of the way uh for me yay that Lesnar's no longer champ he's no longer holding well no longer, WWE isn't letting him hold the belt hostage. So it's a yay for me. Uh, about time. So, guys. Guys, guys. It's
0: a yay. It's a. Actually, no, it's, it's more of a meh because I didn't get to see WrestleMania up until I got to you guys and the Shane versus Miz happened much down the card. So I say meh because whatever. Who yeah. gives a fuck about the belt? I don't care. Thank goodness something happened that that for a title change, but fuck it, I don't care.
2: Moving on. Yep. Uh, I guess I'll go, and the super freak can go last. Um, yeah, it, it was it was it was the right thing to do. Um, they obviously weren't going on last, um, and I think this was fine. It was a. Uh, I'm gonna give it a yes only because we finally got a world title on Raw. So I'm okay. just gonna I'm just gonna give it just off the strength of that. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was it was okay. Uh, it's it's what you're gonna get from a Brock Lesnar match. Like you you know, no one wrestles. You just do your finishing move twenty times. That's that's literally it. Yeah,
1: like you um, said. Um, like you said, everyone starts off a max meter.
2: Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. those that might not get the <laughs> reference, that's like a you know a, a fighting game reference when you're like loaded in Street Fighter and you have all of the super meter in the world to do your your super move. That's it. Fighting Brock Lesnar, everyone has max meter and they can just do as much supers as they want. But yeah, we got a title on Raw. Congrats to Seth Rollins. Um, The match itself wasn't really that hyped up. So that also hurt it a bit.
3: But whatever. We got a world title on Raw. Whatever. I think this was the absolute best way to start the show. Started off. Everyone was real good. It was a feel good moment. It was. Yes, we don't have to wait to see if Brock is going to lose. Yay, yay, yay. Freaking best way to start the show i i I was hyped right after this it was hype it was hype that's all i'm gonna say
1: cool cool yeah like about time the belt is off with lesnar so now raw has a champion actual world champion so about time finally uh okay next match aj styles and randy orton uh aj styles defeats uh randy orton and a you know, got the one, two, three. So uh, uh, this match didn't really do it for me, like, to be honest. Uh, it's just like, it's AJ Styles. And last year he was your, you know, your WWE champion. And it's crazy. Like, of course, you got to get down demoted. But I don't know, like, it, it, AJ Styles should have a good defining WrestleMania match, no matter where N'Cardi's at. Like, it's a meh for me.
0: Uh, no comment from me because I didn't see it, and it wasn't because of the lights.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh. like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, oh, like, uh, uh, people that were attending live, my bad, people that were attending live, at MetLife, they weren't able to see because it was a big, shining light, like, uh, horrible! You know, horrible. Like for the people who pay money to to see, you know, mania seven hours as long as it was. Like, wow! But yeah,
3: yeah, that whole life fiasco was pretty bad. I think this was a pretty good match. It was pretty solid. Um, it was a good match to go on after the first match. It's a yay for me. Um, I like the two the two talents involved, Randy and AJ Styles. You know, I joke about Randy all the time, but I think he's great. Um, yeah, big big time yay
2: in my veins. Um <laughs> I give it a, a a lower. Yeah, I suppose. Um it w- it was one of the matches that I was really excited for coming in because of um the two the the storyline leading up to it was good, you know, the the machine, the the WWE guy versus the NDI. You can never get that storyline wrong. It's always a good story. It's always, you know, there's always a bit of realism to it. So coming in, I, I was excited, but it seems like AJ just can't have that really pun intended, phenomenal WrestleMania match. Um, he's had some okay WrestleMania matches, but it seems like he hasn't been able to secure a, a really, you know, really good defining match. Um, but it, w- it wasn't bad. It was, uh, I give it a yeah. It was, it was a good match. Um, had some cool spots. Uh, I was surprised that AJ won. I really thought Randy Orton was going to win. Um, but once they blew that spot on SmackDown, I guess that was pretty much like confirming that he wasn't going to win. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I'm leaving at that. Lo, yay Okay. Sounds
1: fair. Uh, okay, down the card. We have uh, the Usos defending their SmackDown Tag Team Championships against uh, The Bar, Ricochet, Aleister Black, and Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Usos retain uh Again, this was like to me, it was, it was an okay match. You know, it was an okay match. Like Usos are the best tag team in WWE, and they've done all they can. And of course, with the results, what happened the following Tuesday, you know, they they done all they can. They got the win here, you know, for their mania match. You know, I'm you know the Usos are, are fucking great. It's just I don't know. Like you have a former number one contender in uh, Shinsuke and you know Ricochet and Alistair Black. Of course they Ricochet and Alistair Black, but I don't know. This like Usos were great, but I just this didn't do much for me again. So
3: match. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a a yay because the match was great. You know, Cesaro, Sheamus, they had the funniest spot of the night, probably where they were swinging Ricochet around for like a full minute while Cesaro was just beating on everybody. So I yeah, give the that, match a Yeah, that spot
1: was, was good. Yeah, that, that spot
3: was good, though. I, I, I totally forgot about that. That was a good spot. Yeah, we were cracking up on that spot. <laughs> so I totally give the match a yay. Uh, I just want better for everyone in this match. Uh, that's pretty much where it's at.
1: Agreed. Like, oh, that, that, that's my issue, too. Like, eh, it was just... They, they have so much potential, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Rome, go
2: ahead, Rome. Yeah, it was, uh, I'll say this real quick. I think the match was severely miscast. Um, I do think that they sort of swapped the tag title matches. Um, We shouldn't have got, like, the Revival versus the Edgeheads, like, I mean, we knew they would win because of the fact that it was, you know, the shadow of New York. <laughs> so, but, like. We really didn't need to see that match. That match could have been the fatal four-way, and they could have gave us the match from Tuesday because Tuesday, spoiler alert, if you didn't see SmackDown, the Usos fought the Hardys, and what is considered a dream match. If you're especially if you're a new you know a new fan, um, that could be a dream match: the Hardys versus the Usos. So they had a good match on Tuesday, and the Hardys beat them. Why not just have that match on Mania? I I didn't understand that, and it seemed like they were heading there because a few weeks ago on SmackDown. They were having uh, the Hardys would win tag matches and they would say, you know, they would be interviewed in the ring and they would say, oh, you know, we want this, this and I want the titles or whatever. And the Usos would cut promos saying, you know, we're the best tag team we will beat anybody. So it looked like it was leading that way. And then they was just like, no, let's just have this random fatal four way. So I, I do think that was uh, it made it meh for me. I, I didn't care because I'm like, I know the Usos are winning. Um, uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black are great. Don't need to be a tag team. We need to get them into into singles runs. Everyone else, I I mean, well, come on. Rusev and Nakamura, look what they did to them. And um, I don't even know who the fourth team, oh, the bar. I mean, ugh. Ugh. so, yeah. The burr. The burr, yeah. Mephemi, me. they should have swapped the matches. Uh, yeah, we should have gotten Hardys and the Usos. That would have been a better match on Mania. But, yep, so Mephemi.
0: No comment. I didn't see it. All I know is that uh, Alistair Black and uh, Ricochet uh, are an interesting team. And if they do end the partnership at some point, you know, whether sooner than later, I wouldn't mind. I think they're having just fun with them right now.
2: But that's real, real, real quick before you go to the next one. I don't I, I they don't need to turn because you know, everyone thinks, oh, you have to turn Hill to break up a team. You don't need to turn Hill. In fact, we have the shakeup coming up. They can use that as an excuse. Put Ricochet on SmackDown or Aleister Black on Raw or vice versa, so they're so that forces them to split. Mm-hmm. you can keep them both babyface. You don't have to always turn. People always think you have to turn heel to get out of a tag team. You don't. You really don't need to. But yeah, that's all.
1: All right, next okay, match. So. Uh let's see. Shane McMahon versus The Miz, uh, Count Anywhere match. Uh, Shane McMahon defeated The Miz. Uh, the match was good. Like, it's uh, a yay, and the build up to the match was, like, I think since, of course, since Shane is in it, you know, so you got a McMahon in there. So, the build was gonna be good. The match, you know, like, overall was a good match. A lot of of course, Shane had to jump off of something. you got to have that every match. If it were up to me or up to him, uh, Shane, that is, he would have jumped off of the the Million the million P, uh, you know, Tiantron, you know, the monitor, the LED board. So, good match. Uh, don't know why. Like, to me, I think uh, Miz should have won... But I think this continues the feud. I thought that this were culminated at Mania. Like, personally, I would have thought that this feud would have ended. But maybe they have more in store, especially with Shane, uh, excuse me, Mrs. Dad getting involved. <laughs> memes, all oh, those fucking memes with uh, uh, the Mrs. Dad. But it was a good match overall. I only saw like the latter
0: part of uh, the match pretty much when they were already like on the outside heading towards like all the upper railings and shit. Um, it, this wasn't it chief. No flat, flat for me. Um, they didn't really care for, uh, Shane getting all heelish and crap and all that. And while I like the Miz as a, uh, generally speaking, I like the Miz don't really like face. Miz face. Miz feels like he forces, uh, his, uh, there's motivations in, in, in uh, to me so i wasn't really invested at all in the in the lead up and all that i mean i'm sure it was good for other people but eh, flat for me
3: yeah this is a this is a flat for me as well this, this match it just didn't i mean this is the most built match they had <laughs> and it just kind of like i don't know it just fell flat i think the kind count anywhere hurt it rather than it helped it just to give you some perspective, Meltzer gave this t- one in a quarter, one in three quarter stars. Oof. I don't think it was that bad. Oh, that's too high. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think, I think, I don't think it was as bad as nah, one. That's, that's one that's a little,
1: that was a little harsh. Like, um, yeah, I
3: think that's some harsh, but I think, it, I think it was better than that. But again, I, I just don't think, I think it, it's a flat, it's a meh.
2: It was, it was, it was a meh. Um, didn't fall flat i mean they had some they had some pretty decent spots um obviously it's a shane mcmahon match you're not like i don't know why people act like they're gonna get this like wrestling classic it's it's shane mcmahon and the miz is like miz is a great wrestler but he's a solid wrestler but he's not uh he's not that like he's not how can I say? He gets the job done. If he's not sense. the guy, basically. Yeah, he's not. You don't watch Miz matches, and you're like, oh, these are great matches. It's everything surrounding it. I do think this was another This was another storyline that came in pretty strong, but uh, the match didn't deliver. We'll get more into another match like that later on. Yeah. A few matches like that later on, actually. <laughs>
3: um, I mean, there's more yeah. expect it because you're facing off against the, uh, the, the best in the world, you know? <laughs> and then uh hey, the potato, potato the George over tomato, there didn't, catch, didn't stand Griffin. a chance.
2: Holy crap, um, it beat the Mish. I beat Mish. Beat <laughs> uh, uh, his dad, his, his baked potato dad came in the ring. It had a good ending, though. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say that. I like the ending. The fact that Shane won and people were mad, I was like, yo, this is like this is cool. Because it's like yeah. he he barely got his finger. It reminds me of, real quick, the Armageddon Hell in a Cell from 2000. The six-man uh hell cell austin rock triple mm, e, yeah Anchor, Rikishi. yeah kurt angle ate a rock bottom and then uh he ate a rock bottom and then stone cold stunnered the rock and then stone cold and triple h was fighting and and kurt angle barely got one finger and covered the rock and retained his title and i thought that like that's beautiful like just one finger barely on like to get the, the to get the win um but yeah that's kind of how i felt with this um it was meth. It, it just, uh, what you going to expect. It's Miz and Shaming yeah. McMahon. So they had to hardcore it up. We've seen the elbow spot a thousand times. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Meh. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, Oh boy. Uh, women's tag team, uh, championship match. Uh, you well, former champs, uh, Boston hug connections, former employees. Uh, (laughs) well we not yet we we don't know we don't know well well, allegedly uh, allegedly yes uh allegedly uh bailey and sasha banks uh versus beth phoenix and natalia versus nia jackson tamina versus the
2: iconics
1: yes and the iconics are your new women's tag team champions Uh, so guys, uh, I'm gonna go last on this one. (laughs) I'm gonna go last on this one. Yeah.
0: All right. If so, then I'll start. I enjoyed the result. I did not like the lead, how everything led to the result personally, only because everything felt so sloppy. Uh, a lot of the chemistry that one would hope for a women's revolution in this case wasn't there. Like the, In particular, the Boston Hook Connection were fucking up a lot of things, I think. Um, Natalia being herself, so that's uh, whatever. Um, the only highlights I think really kind of were the, uh, the Iconics here because even though they didn't really do a lot of the work work, so to speak – they got themselves over with their character in a sense, you know, You know, being heelish, being cowardly, and that was their strongest suit throughout the whole thing, because they let everybody else kind of ravage each other, and they, you know, got all vulture-ish and got the
1: winning pin. That's a smart thing to do.
0: <laughs> absolutely, especially when you got, you know, uh, ACL tearing Nia Jax up in there. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I heard that uh, there was a, a comparison made about the Iconics kind of being the female version of Edge and Christian, in a sense, I don't completely see it, but
2: I get where someone could really kind of think that. Uh, they're, they're not a good, very good version of them, I'll say that, but... Uh. Uh, they're,
0: they're, they're their own thing, for sure. I feel like comparing them to Edge and Christian is a bit strong because of just how of how strong uh, Edge and Christian actually were during their uh, time as a tag team. And also the time frame, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that that aside, uh, I'm glad the Iconics, you know, have a championship on the main roster. Um, I'm looking forward to their success. Um, I want to say meh, though, for the match. Yay for the result, meh for the match.
3: I'm going to keep this one short. The result was great. Iconics deserve the rub. They're the only true real women's tag team that they've had. Exactly. Uh, uh, and I'm going to give this a big, fat, like no, this is just a, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the lead up, like, I like it. But I don't think no. we've gotten any, I don't think we've gotten any no matches so far. I don't know. We've always had mad, but like, this is a, no, this match was like, I think it was like they had some, some botches up in there. Um, oh, no one really cares about Natalya, but Phoenix even being in this match, neither do they care about Nia Jackson Tamina. Um, yeah, just a, no good result though. <laughs> um, Great result!
2: Iconic. I I love those girls. Um, even before this, I I was a fan of those girls, and I I hope things work out better for. I do hope they get more of a uh, featured spot because they are the tag champs. Mm -hmm. Um, Beth Phoenix is great too. I love Beth Phoenix. I really wish she would come back full time, but I get it, you know, because we she she's somebody we could really use in the division. Um, but good match. I mean, uh, not good match. Sorry, meth match. Uh, good ending. A lot of people are upset. They really hate the Iconics. And I'm like, hey, it's cool. Like, they're heels, you know? There you like, go. Exactly. They're doing they're heels, the but um, But, yeah,
3: I'll just keep it at that. That's it. We're Marx. We like the Iconics. But they're getting booed, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very, very quickly before we move on, uh, Melter gave this a one one and a quarter star just okay. to give respect. Fuck Meltzer. <laughs> <no, sir. laughs> uh, and okay.
2: he's wrong. It's just, yep. you know, I don't care about his ratings. but yeah, He doesn't like fat chicks. That's why.
1: Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ouch. Okay. Um, Sorry. Just,
3: no. 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 <laughs> um, strong words from a strong, strong man. Strong. <laughs> Captain Insano. <Encino>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay,
2: okay. Quickly.
1: Uh, quickly. Um, the result was good, but just no. Just bocce, Like it wasn't much to keep me like enticed in the match and it's the you know yeah got a new set of women's tag team belts like it should have been bigger than what it was and of course you know with uh bailey and sasha banks being you know disgruntled and not happy in their position un- understandable but it just it was just a no like the result i like the result uh but just the match it's just meh I, I guess if it was just a a you know regular tag match, it would have been maybe okay. But just no. Again, result good, match bad. Mm. So with that being said, uh, this brings us to the WWE Championship match: uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Uh, I was actually invested in this match, you know, like I was like actually anticipating this match, uh, for good reason, Dan, Bryan, you know, phenomenal worker. And it's funny how the tables are turned Like before it was him being on, you know, trying to get on the, on the mania card and being told that he was, uh, uh, the B plus he was, uh, you know, the B plus player and he couldn't hack it in the main event and then he got put in and now like the the roles were reversed. Great match, uh a few, you know, just a few little uh botches, but, you know, of course like this is Kofi's first singles match for, you know, the world title, so of course you know, a little nerves, a little nervousness. But uh emphatic yay. Uh, emphatic yay, good match. Daniel Bryan get doing the honors for Kofi Kingston. Uh, you know we tend to forget that. that hey, Daniel Bryan, really classy guy. His heel work is, you know, bar none, And uh, yeah, like I'm happy. I'm happy for Kofi. Thank you, Daniel Bryan, for doing the honors. Emphatic yay. The the moment after the match was like, like almost almost like got me tear teary eye. But good match. Like everything top to bottom was good about it. so yay, uh
0: definitely yay for all aspects of the match. It surprised me personally because I was I was one of the ones looking forward to a possible you know defection within the new day and somebody you know costing Kofi the opportunity just for the sake of being a dick you know that was my deal going into it. I was personally hoping Xavier Woods, preferably Xavier Woods, would have, you know, pulled the rug from under Kofi and done something to ruin it for them. But I, I get where they were, where they're trying to go with this. Um, I'd be, you know, stupid to say that they're pandering at this point, but no, I think this is very well earned in particular for Kofi. Cause you know, the work speaks for itself. The guy's been there for as long as he has. He's done his resume speaks volumes and now is better late than never in his case. So, uh, congrats to Kofi. Uh, Big ups to Daniel for, you know, really putting up a fight and really uh, making Kofi work for for the win that he got. So it I made him earn this. it. Absolutely. Ooh. Yeah. Hell yeah, he did. Hell yeah, he did with all the submissions and shit. Mm, no, no question. Mm, uh, yep. But yeah, big yay from me.
3: A big yay, like a big e. Yeah. This this was a great match. Um, match of the night. Definitely highest rated match of the night. Um, nothing else to say. Big yay, uh, happy for Kofi. The only the only blemish I could say that's on this match at all is that WWE spoiled the outcome by releasing the Kofi shirt during the match. So if people were on the WWE shop trying to like find a the shirt, they would see the Kofi uh, T-shirt of him having the title. So that was that's like the only blemish on it.
2: Um. That's match of the card easily, super yay. Um, I was fine with either either result would have been fine with me because a part of me thought Daniel Bryan might win. I thought they might say, "Hey, Kofi King, this close, this close," but he didn't make it, and you know maybe he would have gave a speech on Tuesday, like just thank you for the ride or whatever. Because you know originally this wasn't the plan, um, but I'm glad they put the title on Kofi. Um, eleven years, uh, well ten years too late I'd say, but it doesn't matter. Better late than never. He got the title. It was also good because of the, the irony of the story in which it was reversed. Um, this is what Daniel Bryan had to go through uh, five years ago to, be, mm. to get in the main event um, of, of WrestleMania and to get a world title match. So it was great, great storytelling. Um, the, the only thing outside of the T-shirt, I will say this, out of the three matches they've had in the past... Uh, well, not even three matches, but outside of the, from between this, the match they had on SmackDown and when they became the final two in um, the elimination chamber, I think this was like maybe one of the weakest, like the match they had on SmackDown where Kofi first beat him was really good. And then that, like, they won like another 10 minutes when it was just those two in the elimination chamber. And that was like really good. That's, I really thought they might've put the title on Kofi then, um, I will say that. But this, this was the best match on the card. This was a, a great match in all. It wasn't a weak match. It was just out of the other matches they had. I think this was one of the weaker ones. But it was still a great match. That just goes to show the chemistry these guys have. And that's all I can say. Best match of the night by far. And the, and the best high point for me and a lot of people. The, the high point. This was it. It was all downhill from here.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, the super freak one already. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know Rome, you gotta, you gotta, um, head out.
2: Yeah, I gotta go. If you guys yeah. want to keep going, don't, yeah, don't yeah, mind
1: yeah. me. No, no, no. We, we, we keep going. Cause there's only a few, few, uh, but just uh quickly, um, just your thoughts on the main event. Cause we, um. we want your opinion on that. That's it.
2: Okay. Uh, I'll, matter of fact, can I? will just say real quick for the next few matches. Yeah. Um, flat on the Samoa Joe match that was LOL. Uh, Meh on the Finn Balor. It was really just the entrance. Uh, there was nothing else. Seems like a lot of time constraint issues. Yeah. Um, what else am I missing? Reigns
0: uh, versus McIntyre.
2: Yeah. yeah. Meh. Meh. Good to see Reigns back. Meh. Um, the main event. Um, the main event did not hold up. Uh, it was another oh oh uh, before that my bad Batista Triple H was I thought it was okay It went too long but what do you, it's a Triple H match what do you expect and his entrance is way too long, yes. Um But it, it, another match with uh, a good you know story coming in kind of fell flat and then the main event yes the main event uh, fell flat. Uh, it's unfortunate. It wasn't a terrible match. It was just um, people were fatigued. We we just sat through a six hour six and a half hour show before then. Um, and then the, the pinfall was very awkward and didn't look, looked like it was, a, an audible, didn't look yeah, like it was
1: Rhonda, yeah, Rhonda broke her hand when punching Becky Lynch in the face.
2: Yeah. 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 That was, uh, that sucks. So I'll just, yeah. I'll just say that the main event, Um, uh, I'll, I'll leave on this. I do. I mean, the, the result was, I'm glad The you know, it was the right result. The show should have closed with Becky. She got the reaction she deserved. But um, it just definitely didn't do the woman in the honors. And uh, unfortunately, I don't think we'll be having a women's main event at WrestleMania for a long time. Oh, you missed one more, actually. Uh, Corbin versus Engel. <laughs>
0: All
3: sure. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> I okay. that. That's um,
2: the answer, right? That's and, the answer? and the John Cena segment was awesome. I popped out. I marked hard for that John Cena
0: segment. Yeah. That was cool.
2: Uh, no comment on the, the Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin. Uh, but yeah, the main event just felt a little flat. It's unfortunate. Um, it hurt the women's division. Wasn't a terrible match. Just was a lot of... was really awkward in the time. Overall, they, they need to cut WrestleMania by two hours. We need to stop having these eight-hour shifts. It's like a work shift. I'm at work. The whole, my whole work shift is WrestleMania. We got to cut that out. We We can't. These people are tired. We were tired, and we weren't even there. So... But um fellas, I'll, I'm gonna head out of here. I gotta go celebrate right, with the familia uh, Ruben Prime as usual. Thanks for having me on, man. Always for appreciate sure, it. man.
1: Uh, thank me. you for giving extra time. Uh really appreciate appreciate you um being on you know, getting on here and you know, giving your, your thoughts on the three shows as long as they've been. Yeah. But thank you, man.
2: No problem, man. Um shout outs to Lyft because my cab is about to be like seventy-three cents. Ooh. Wow. Good yeah. shit on the fucking deals, man. Shout outs to Lyft. They gave me five dollars off this entire weekend. Every any ride, every ride is five dollars off for this whole yes. weekend. And yes. this one is uh it's coming out to seventy three cents. So we out. Uh nice. yo, su- super free, Kaz Kaiser. <laughs> love you guys. Um, I'll talk to y'all later. Uh have love, a good show, guys. Love you too, broski. Have fun. Oh brother, Thanks, you stink all right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
0: what a sign off on the man.
1: We're, we're just shouts out to Lif. Like, you know, they they're the MVPs. Uh yeah, but uh like his thoughts on on uh, the main event were like I shared them because by by the time this match went on the air it was already past it was midnight and the the match ended you know with the after all the entrances and the match itself it ended right before twelve thirty eastern standard time like what the hell
3: it's still for twenty minutes though
1: yeah like it is
0: crazy it was several minutes too long that much I can definitely attest
1: to yes they they need to cut down like they need to cut down on on mania they really do because no one's gonna sit through there's almost eight hours for this damn pay-per-view, like really. So it's a uh, it's it, it sucks. Like the the match could have been much better than what it was, but due to you know the time constraints and how long the pay-per-view was as well, like holy crap! Like they they just WWE WWE did a disservice by having this pay-per-view way too long.
0: Oh, they don't care.
1: No, they don't like next. Like we're already like there's already WrestleMania 36. Like the, the, the pre-show is all, all through, uh, next year, all through next April. So we're, we're, we're in pre-show time now, like 365, uh, every, all day, every day, pre show. Uh, so, we're going to just skim through these really quick. Uh, the U.S. title match, Samoa Joe uh, versus Rey Mysterio. He beat him via submission in a squash match. Uh, in
0: a minute.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. Yay, because Samoa Joe retained. He had his first WrestleMania match finally after two years being unable to have his Mania match. So, yay for that. Um, just... You know, squash matches had to happen, but uh, nothing really special. I'm just glad Joe has the belt. He retained the belt, and he has his mania, his mania match. For
3: yeah, sure. I, think, um, I think for this, I, I know Rome's early, he doesn't like squash matches, but squash matches are they're just I think they're a good thing I think they are because if you think of realism and you think of like UFC and you think of in, in events like that where it's supposed to be a real sports entertainment there are 10 15 second matches there are like things that go on and it's like it's not really expected but it just happens so I think this was a good match we know Ray was hurt or possibly hurt so I think you know it, I think it was a good audible if they still put this on the call card for it
0: yeah I didn't really see much wrong with it Given the knowledge we had going into the match about Ray's um, leg, about his his ankle, I believe, um, it needed to happen for sure. And especially for Samoa Joe, it needed to happen because he's been on his his main roster stuff has been so weak lately. Um, Not not like the promos or anything like that, but his match results have been in that they've left much to be desired when, you know, the pedigree of uh, the caliber of athlete and performer. That's Samoa Joe is. So having him uh, crush Rey Mysterio the way he did this night uh, on WrestleMania uh, was perfect for 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 a character like his. It was really good. Definitely uh,
1: the way to go for that. The big yay. Yep. Okay. Uh, and I, again, like Samoa Joe finally getting his Mania moment. Like you know, it sucks because he was injured. Uh, he was injured last year and then the year before. He uh um he appeared to mania after, he appeared the raw after mania attacking Seth Rollins. So um yeah, he got he got his moment. I'm happy. Really glad. So the next match is uh Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Uh and just Like, I I feel like this match didn't need to happen, but they had to have Reigns, you know, because, you know, I like Roman Roman Reigns, but just the way he's been utilized, like, beforehand, you know, overall, not the biggest fan, but I do like the character, do like the, you know, he he has that look about him, but overall, just this match, it didn't need to be on the card, like, they could have been... They could have found some other way to put Reigns on the card to have him involved some sort of way. Maybe with Lesnar, but I don't know. Uh, I was still pitching for Reigns to come in and challenge stuff for the belt and then take it from him, but no. That wasn't too much. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, eh, this match was, like, eh. They didn't do much for me. Uh, didn't need to happen, in my opinion, but it happened. So, eh. Yeah, like...
0: Yeah. It- There was... I'm sorry, Super, you want to go? Okay, okay. no, All right. Uh, But yeah, um, this match really was... It felt like more like a testing ground for Joe Anawai's performance uh, post-remission. So (laughs) McIntyre was just about the best punching bag that they could give him. Uh, Despite all the lead-up and all that into this, uh, I don't think anybody got anything out of this. Certainly not drew much less Reigns. Um, but it happened. So I guess clap, clap, clap. I don't know. You deserve it. Da, 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 whatever the fuck. Uh, um, um, I mean, for crying out loud, if we got his little, uh, his little cheering in the, Ooh, ah, and shit. So, yeah, he, he finally, ba- ba- baby, got his, his first, uh, proper cheer yes. for that. Um, it's, it's definitely uh flat for me because d- McIntyre didn't deserve this. Reigns didn't deserve this. There was no need for any of it. McIntyre should be on his own doing his own shit, be pushing people's shit in as the, like, as the true uh, athlete that he be- definitely is. Um, so yeah, meh for me
3: flat. Yeah, I think it's, it's a meh. It fell flat. Uh, I think you need you need Roman on the card because it's Roman. It's Mania, but they just they just did the build so bad. They just built poorly. At least they kept it to ten minutes, though. I think yeah, I think the build was just too bad for this match for them to do any kind of, to get any kind of like traction for for Mania.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, like they needed Reigns on this because you know his name, but. I don't know, like there's this match and a few other matches, like probably two more matches could have we could have done without with this on this pay-per-view. But uh, yeah, like hopefully next year they will condense the card, you know, a bit like we don't need to have to, you know, they should just, well, we'll get into that later. But there's a lot they can do without Um, uh, and then the segment, not a match, but a segment. Uh, Elias's, uh, performance for mania was interrupted by, uh, John Cena as, uh, doctor of Thugonomics. And, uh, this was to me, like I marked out, (laughs) I, I pretty much marked out and I listened to the, to Cena's rap again when I was on my way home, clearly, and it was dope Mark just like Rome, I marked out for it. Uh, but just what they're doing with Elias like, that's the good, but the bad. I don't know what they're doing with, Eli- with Elias. Uh, it's a shame, you know, they have something with Elias and they just, you know, backpedaling. They're just going backwards. And as good as the segment was, a little bit of nostalgia pop, just the fact that uh just the fact that uh you know Elias again he's you know being the sacrificial lamb it it sucks. It kinda like what are they doing? Then for Monday, Undertaker came out and, you know, uh aimed a tombstone, that little angle there. But yeah, like you know what you think about this
3: I called that Elias segment one night too late. Like it was literally what I had called for mania, but they decided to do it for raw. But the, uh, the John Cena thing was unexpected. It was nice to see though. It was a good little, uh, like a nice little uh, thing to the fan. He mentioned turning heel, So everybody got a big pop for that. It's it's nice to see people actually cheer Cena. That that's how I thought it was good. Uh, I
0: And people forget that Cena was a a, a great uh, heel back then because they're so focused on all the politics that WWE have been sort of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, monitoring or, I guess, micromanaging in these past couple of years since they became a uh, publicly traded company. But people forget that John Cena in his own right was a huge fucking hit back then. You know, in his in his Dr. Thugonomics time, oh, dude was untouchable. Almost untouchable. Because he was still, he was still really good all throughout. Very consistent. Very good. Yes. And he almost always got good reactions in his favor uh, as that character. So, you well, know... His character it,
1: was dope. Yeah, like, the oh. character was dope, and that's why they brought, it, brought him back, you know. Just, mm-hmm. you know, with Elias, I just don't understand. Like, you know, it was cool, but, again... You know what? What they doing with Elias? Maybe you never know. Maybe well, actually, no. Like in the interview, he mentioned that he doesn't know. Like, like what's wrong? Like he, it's starting, stop, starting, stop.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it sucks. Like not everyone has to be champion, but I feel like everyone should be built up to a level. And they haven't been doing that with a lot of people. Like we can we can say that about our lives, we can say that about a good amount of the roster. So it's it sucks. But this the segment was good for the nostalgia, you know, love, th- uh, uh Cena, uh pretty dope. So yeah, so now with one, two, three, four matches left. Jesus Christ. So we just power through them. Uh Batista versus Triple H, no holds barred. If Triple H uh, loses, he has to retire. Uh, Triple H uh, defeated Batista, so he keeps it, keep his uh, jobs and keep wrestling. Uh, this is Batista's last match as well, and to me, it was like kind of sad, like how like it went out because it could have been a lot better. It's Batista you're talking about, so to me. It's kinda like uh I don't know, like it it was like a, a dud to me, but just seeing Batista back wrestling like is a yay, but just overall like eh, like Hunter doesn't even be wrestling. He should be in the in behind the scenes with NXT and and you know, in the back, all that stuff. Like, he shouldn't have to be wrestling. But he needs his mania payout, so that is what it is. Uh so yeah, like uh meh for me.
0: Yeah. Um as far as uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley goes or I guess if you want to be a bit more particular Paul Levesque goes, you know, he's he's going to have his hands uh, all over the product no matter what. So, he, whether he stops if, if if he decides to stop wrestling, that's not going to be for a good while now, I think. <laughs> Maybe like another year or two <laughs> in my opinion. Um but that aside, the, the uh, no-holds-barred match with, between himself and Batista definitely had some uh, peaks and valleys, I guess. Um, more valleys than anything, in all truth, because while the build-up was just okay, the payoff of the match itself really wasn't much because he kind of knew... You, I'd like to think that people knew going into this that this is Triple H we're talking about. There's no way this guy's gonna lose to his to his own goddamn stipulation of retirement when he knows when he probably feels that his uh, hand in power is still gonna be you know strong or whatnot. So he could you know obviously overturn something like that in uh, in his own way. Um, but otherwise, the quality of the match itself was just fine, it was serviceable. Uh, Dave could clearly still uh, go to a decent degree for his uh, current condition. Um, I just don't think that a no-holds-barred match was the kind of match that needed to happen for this. Um, I Uh, think it was... If anything, it was done to sort of crutch uh, Paul's uh, aging ability, I guess, because obviously the guy can... Can't move as well as he did. Can't do as many of the moves as he used to. Um, so I think it was definitely a crutch to help uh, Paul over Dave. Um, all in all, it was a good moment. A good way to send Batista off, the character Batista off, into the uh, wrestling retirement ether. Um, I'm going to miss Batista. To, uh, uh I'm not going to miss the theme song. I, I, while I like the theme song to an extent, I really preferred the previous one that he had while he was under uh, while he was still in his very early parts of his career with with uh, uh, Reverend Devon or whatnot, where it was all kind of demonic sounding and shit. Deacon um, Batista. Yeah, man, the Deacon Batista. Hell yeah. The Deacon Batista, the Deacon Batista. Na, 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 na. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, uh, <laughs> D- Dave did all he could. Dave, you know paved his way for for professional wrestling and made his own niche. I'm happy for him and if this is how he wants to go out, I respect it. The match still sucks
3: though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head for the most part. I, I did like this match. Um the only thing I disagree I think I do I do think it needed to be a no holes bar match just because Nothing was getting people excited about this match. It wasn't gonna blow people away with their in-ring ability. I mean, these are these are two uh, guys on the older end. Even if they could both still go, they went for 25 minutes. I think that's what hurt it the most. I think the length of time this match went on is what hurt it. I think Triple H did some really. I think they did some. Both of them did some really cool stuff in the match with the table spots, the toolbox. Kind of like took some of those ideas of Randy Orton where he was doing the screwdriver through Jeff's ear and took the nose ring out of Batista's nose. It was it was cool. I mean, even if people knew it was not like you know it wasn't actually happening if it was real or not, people were still wincing, you know. Yeah. And it 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 did have some good elements in that aspect. I think time hurt it. it went on too long. Triple H was walking around a little slow there, dragging his feet to get stuff out the toolbox, I think that could have moved a little faster. But other yeah. than that, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Batista's entrance was great. Uh, Triple H's entrance was, was, as Rome was saying, was like way too long. Yes. Um, Compensating
1: but, for something. He's basically yeah. compensating for something. Big sledgehammer, long entrance, big grandiose entrance. You know, it's... Yeah, compensating for something. And the the, ma- the time of the match, the, the length... Uh the match hurt it. I agree with that. The the match didn't have to be this long. It could have it could have done without. It could have definitely done without. Uh just shave off like it could've been like fourteen minutes or so it didn't have to be that long. Like holy crap. Uh but yeah, uh it's Batista's uh last match. Maybe maybe he'll come back, I don't know, but as far as right now, this is his last match.
0: Well, he definitely confirmed uh, in his social media stuff that he was officially retiring from professional wrestling. So that's definitely a donezo for him.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, good to know. Okay. Uh, Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle's Farewell match. Uh, they obviously like Corbin, like me. I'm a fan of Corbin, but I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it, it's weird that they're giving him you know, they dislike him and they give him him this much attention. And, you know, he's a heel. So he's going to play the heel role, you know, well as he can. And he's been, you know, he's being hated, but you know, his inner work isn't too bad. You know, like it's not, it's not the shits. It's not the drizzling shits, but I understand like why people, uh, may not like him. They may not, uh, favor him. And especially, this being Kurt Angle's last match, uh, I understand why people weren't too happy, and they wanted, you know, someone like John Cena to be. And I, I wouldn't mind if they had that the little spot, you know, where when John Cena debuted and he fought Kurt Angle on SmackDown. That that could have they could have done that as a little, a little nod. You know, took her angle in his career, but they didn't do that. So we got this match. I wish they
3: would have done that. I wish yeah. they would have. I yes. gave him that one free too, man. Sorry, but I gave him that one. Yeah. Free. Nah,
1: you you did, and you know they, they didn't take it. They're stuck in their ways, and you know. But I don't know. Like it could have this this match. Like the it's what is Baron Corbin? Like he was a lone wolf. He was general manager. Not, he was, you know, Arby's. you know, Arby's a manager, you know, <laughs> getting, you know, getting some extra napkins. Oh, my, my, my burger's too cold. Oh, don't worry, we give you a free one. It's like, what is he? You know, yeah. what, like, what, what, like, he has no identity. Yeah, He got the hair shaved off. He's wearing different clothes, wrestling and, you know, and, and you know, in slacks and whatnot. But, you know, what is he like? What was, what, what is this gimmick? What is this thing? And if that, they should have kept him as GM, but I don't know, like they have infatuation for him. So we'll see, like we'll, we'll see where this goes.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, as far as the match itself with him and uh, angle, I personally think that, uh, it wasn't terrible. It was definitely a poor, poor match. It was not a uh, Kurt Angle caliber matchup. But then again, Kurt Angle hasn't been Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle caliber in a very long time. So people need to also take that into account. The fact that he's not the same guy, you know, his body has gone through some massive changes in in, in, in bad ways. You know, his posture is all kinds of fucked up. His knees are all yeah. kinds of destroyed to hell. You know, um his matches with Samoa Joe and uh, AJ Styles uh, the the week before should have been a uh, indication that he couldn't just, he can't just go up against anybody. Yeah. You know, shit like that. You have to shit. Yeah. Shit like that. You have to police to a degree, I think. Um, Agreed. Yep. And especially under WWE and how they like to handle their shit. I think this is probably the safest way to go because Baron Corbin in his sort of, uh, how should I put it? Um, even though he's kind of floating around in the ether, you know, if it's a good yeah. upper, it's a great opportunity to give him heel heat. Although the response from the crowd afterwards was practically non-existent. Um, they can do a lot with that. You know, Baron Corbin, uh, as a character has had some, serviceable accolades that have helped his character move forward little by little. They're not massive, but they've helped him. Uh, he's, you know, his winner, of the Andre battle Royal, like, uh, super freak mentioned in, uh, I think in the personal conversation or in a previous episode of the podcast yeah. that, um, he pretty much kept rubbing it in. He, uh, the fact that he was the winner of the Andre, the, the, the arm bar. And yeah. that made it his, he, he made that part of a shtick. And now I think if he uses the Kurt Angle win, uh, as sort of a, sort of a revamping uh, of that of that thing where he kept you know talking about how gra- how great he was because of the winning the armbar. If he can work that in in a different way, perhaps alongside Lars Sullivan, hmm. that would help. With Lars now debuting after in the, in the post uh, WrestleMania stuff, I'd like to think that. Corbin ends up sort of being the, uh, the possibly a uh, partial mouthpiece for Lars. Uh, but maybe again, maybe that's just my personal, uh, thoughts because Lars, has be a cool. very. I think so. Yeah. I'm mostly concerned about Lars severe lisp. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm concerned about that, but obviously Cody Rhodes can manage his own. So it's whatever. Um, shout outs to Cody Rhodes. Awesome dude. Um, but yeah, um, anyway, Back to the fact the the match. It was okay. Just okay. Uh, Kurt is uh, one of the biggest names for sure in the history of the promotion, uh, whether it be the F or the E. Um, and his resume cannot be uh, questioned. His line of work can't be questioned. He's put a massive bangers for all of his years. And That's all anybody can really ask of him. Why anybody wants him to do, you know, the stuff that he did of old is beyond me. But thankfully, he no longer has to. Thank you, Kurt. This match was okay. You went out on a good uh, and in a good way. We appreciate you, man.
3: Yeah, I mean... You just summed it up perfectly. I think it was. Uh, it's it's crazy that they give him Baron this rub. I, I wonder how much of a say Kurt had in who his final opponent was, if any. Uh, and if you think if he had any say and he actually chose Corbin himself, I think that says something about how they feel about Corbin backstage. Maybe. Um, you know, I know a lot of people like him. A lot of people he rubs the wrong way, but from from what I've seen, he's a really nice guy backstage breaking kayfabe. Um. But, uh, you know, it's huge for him to get this opportunity. Um, The fans like were upset, but again, like no reaction. But I think uh, I would have liked if they would have did the other angle. Ha, pun intended. Um, (laughs) But I get it. But, uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, thank you. Thank you, Kurt Angle, for everything that you've done. It was it was a good match to go out on. It was, you know, they kept it short at least. And they had a good moment in the crowd where he was with his family. So, you know, I, I think it was a good spot in the card, too. I mean, it was at a point that we had seen a lot. And it was a good break, uh, a good break before things were going to pick up for the main event, at least at least we thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh... Again, uh, thank you, Kurt Angle. Like, you will go down as uh, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, any, if it was a heel or face, uh, you know, a comical character, like he gave his all. He excelled and like for sure, uh, he came into the business and he he caught it. He had one of the best rookie years um, you know, won the, he won the rumble, he won the European title, IC title, and then the WWF title. It's like it's insane. Like, that's his first year. That was his first year in WWF. Holy crap! And uh, you know, thank you, Kurt. Everywhere you went, it was the F, the E, uh, TNA, e- ECW. Yeah indies and now you know back in the wwe and again thank you thank you so much making our childhoods like you know that much greater uh, throughout the years and our adult our adulthoods too <laughs> uh so next to last match uh the popcorn match or the the piss break and it sucks you gotta you gotta say this but you know that's wearing the card like this match was too high up on the card, in my opinion. Uh, Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley was your IC champion, your Intercontinental champion. And Finn Balor defeated Bobby Lashley to win said championship. Uh, he came back as the demon for this match. So it's kind of weird. He beat Bobby Lashley. Then he lost the belt back to Lashley. And then. Lashley has to fight him again and as the demon uh, like doesn't make any sense storyline wise it should have been it should have been uh Lashley beating uh beating Balor and then Balor had to turn demon to get the belt back to get the belt not him winning it then losing it then because it's like doesn't make anyways blah uh it was all in it just for the entrance it's a shame because Lashley, like, I'm a Lashley fan, as well as Finn Balor. I'm a huge Finn Balor fan. And it's a shame that these two aren't as high. Like, they may be high on the card in terms of match placement, but they could be so much more than what they are. And it's a shame. Like, yes, he's a new IC champion, but... I just I don't know. It just it baffles my mind. Once again, why this why this needed to be uh, you know so high up on the card? And just why in the position these two guys are in? I don't know, uh, guys. Uh,
0: as far as this match, I think it was a massive waste. Like at this point, the demon thing is uh, it's fallen off the deep end. I don't think we can get it back. (laughs) I really don't know how else to say it, but they've really gimmicked up the demon thing in a a really cartoonish way, and I don't like it, especially when you waste it on somebody like Bobby Lashley, who no disrespect to Bobby Lashley at all, or or the on-screen character, who... Uh, you know, let's be honest. The discount Brock Lesnar, and the fact that Finn didn't go uh, demon for uh, Brock way back in the Royal Rumble is still bugging me. Well, now that that's still bugging me. Excuse me, it's a bit, it's a bit harsh because if I care too much, it's going to affect my fucking blood pressure. Um, but basically, uh, the. There didn't needed to be something else, I think. I really seemed to <clears throat> emphasize the cartoonish value behind the, the demon um persona of Finn Balor. And when you look back at where it all started with the whole demon thing, you know, discounting the the Prince Devitt stuff from way back in New Japan, you know, they kept uh, it was always sort of Illustrated as Finn sort of going into a, bo- a bit more um, psychological depths to get to a more, uh, I guess, ferocious level, you could say, for competition. And I feel like he didn't, it wasn't necessary for someone like, like Bobby Lashley. Because they, now it's just, Bobby Lashley was already having trouble in a, of his a own with other people. Yep. Yeah so what? what's Finn? Why is Finn any different? Oh, I know why the booking, the booking yes. is shit. It is great. So.
1: Shit is great. A is true. Great. A piece of shit. Booking that it's, it's the, it's the doom. It's everyone's doom on, you know, on the main roster. Like how, how does it make sense that Balor on, was it on TV? Uh, he beat Lashley for the belt, and then on another another episode of Raw, loses it back to Lashley, and then that mania. Oh well, Lashley has to defend against the demon. It's like it should have been the other way around. They should just kept the belt on Lashley, build him up, and then on the other side have Balor, you know, be built up, but then. Still hasn't, he has a bit of trouble with Lashley and then he has to bring the demon out. That's how it usually, that's how the demon usually operates. Is, you know, supernatural force. But now it's just a, another cartoon gimmick. And it's a shame because, like, Balor isn't just, he isn't just, a, he's more than just an entrance. He's just more than the demon. But it's like, I don't know. Even. Even paint is an issue you get you get over with too much paint and is an issue and then they they put it they put it down uh it's unfortunate it really is mm-hmm. unfortunate um but yeah, uh femba's your new i c champ you know happy, but it's just this had, we couldn't have we didn't need this match like if this match was gonna happen, it need to be done a different way, but we couldn't we we didn't need this match like you know. They they deserve so much better. Uh, both competitors deserve so much better. Uh,
0: like, so. there's no sense of prestige behind the win, and especially when you're talking about the Intercontinental Championship, of all things. Uh, and for the one for the WWE, on top of that, that has a pretty goddamn good history. And I feel like this isn't doing the title any favors, and it wasn't doing either man any favors. So, yeah. It's just poor. Poor to me. I, I give this shit a flat. And I never thought I would say that for a Finn Balor match. Never thought I'd say that for a demon Finn Balor match on top of that because I'm such a big demon Finn mark uh, back in NXT.
3: Same. Same. Uh... See, I, I think the match was... It's short. A lot of people are calling it a squash. But, you know, Lashley got his offense in. I think... The match time is probably what suffered due to its place on the card. You got to think about it. Is late. This match could have been planned to go on longer than it did. Yeah. Um, I think uh, you got to have the demon at Mania. There's no way the demon's got to be in Mania every year now. And like I said, I think the way they're marketing the demon, you know, you got to sell merch. So yes, it's a little comical, cartoony now, but at the same time, it's it can still be good if it's booked better. Right. Like, I think they want the demon to be the new undertaker where every time the demon comes out of mania, he wins. He builds a streak. This is what's going to happen. Um, depending on how long this is going to last, we don't know uh, how long Finn can continue to go. Uh, hopefully it'll be a while. Uh, but like, I, th- I thought the match was OK. I think it suffered because it's it built up. It should have been built stronger. If they wanted this to be the match, they could have built it way stronger and it would have been a much better match. It would have been much better build, build up that people would have been hyped for and been happier seeing the demon rather than just see him kind of whip it out because it's mania. Let's, let's actually put a purpose to it. You know, I know you want to sell merch, but let's put a purpose to this thing,
1: you know? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. If they're going to have him be, you know, you know, have, have his streak going, uh, they should, you know, they should take better care and have better build-up because it, it build-up and story continuity it matters. You you just can't have just okay, we just put two guys against each other. Oh, you know, just have this one painted up. And we need we need a little bit more continuity, sort of continuity and proper build-up. And you know, things need to make sense. We can you know, have a, a suspension of disbelief, but we need to, at the end of the day, things need to make sense. And this didn't make much sense. And it's a shame. It's Finn Balor. It's, it's Lashley. And I don't know, unfortunately, meh, you know, like it could have been a better match. The power bomb spot was good. Uh, uh, Balor did. And uh, that spear that, uh, was that Lashley? Uh, I think it was Lashley. Yeah. He yeah. Said- that was a good spot. Oh, through the ropes? Yeah, that was that was a good spot. Like not to you know that's the the good takeaways from the match. That, those were two good spots. But you know it's like damn the time constraints and just the fact that a lot of this storyline wise doesn't make any sense. So uh, with that being said, let's go to the main event. Let's you know take this one home. Uh, Winner take all. Uh, for both women's and uh, both women's titles, Raw and SmackDown women's uh, belts. Uh, Charlotte Flair as your SmackDown, a women's SmackDown champ. Uh, Ronda Rousey as your Raw women's champ, and uh, the man, Becky Lynch, and of course, Becky Lynch is now Becky two belts. I'm so happy. She finally won. She, You know, she won. Of course, the women went on last. And this, like, going in, we knew that the fans were tired. We knew we were tired. We were fatigued. Uh, it's been a long night, long weekend. And just for this, like, it, the match could have been, it was just a bit sloppy at times. And Ronda mm-hmm. breaking her hand you know the right person won of course like if anyone but uh Becky Lynch uh, would have won I know that arena would have just like rioted you know the right person won over finally but this whole and I'm just try to keep this short cuz it's been over 2 hours uh this whole women's revolution evolution or you want to call it you know, it did more to hurt this match than, you know, than it helped. Uh, it's too much. First woman's this, first woman's that, and so I just letting them go. And yes, the buildup was good. It has some low points, high points. Has some what the fuck moments. It was just too much of uh, of a this pandering. Uh, Be so like uh, big shoes to fill in the sense. And because of that, it kind of fell flat. And of course, we're all Becky fans. I'm, I'm glad she, she won both belts, but it's like, damn, like all this, the match being, the card being too long, uh, a strong time, uh, too much shoes to, too, too big of shoes to fill. Like it's so much things that happen that, you know, like just left us what like left me what the hell. Like it, it was a good it could have been it could have been something greater, but I, I just I don't know. It just it felt something like something was missing. Uh something was missing. Uh,
0: I feel like a lot was missing uh from this. You know we can say we can talk to her blue in the face about the build up being uh <clears throat> Good, uh, but I honestly firmly believe that the latter part of this whole saga involving uh Rhonda, Charlotte, and Becky fell absolutely fucking flat. Um, uh, and everything leading towards the match was pretty flat to me. Um, because they kept doing a lot of screwy shit between uh, Becky and Charlotte before Ronda kind of came into the picture, so, uh, so to speak. Um, actually, no, excuse me. Be- between um, Ronda and uh, and Becky before uh, Charlotte was thrown into the picture. Excuse me. That's the that's what I meant.
1: Um, cool,
0: that's cool. You know, um, fucking Asuka had to fucking sacrifice the women's title at SmackDown. That whole division. Had to get shit on just yeah. for the sake of having Charlotte come in there and have something to offer for this now winner take all situation just to make the shit look more important. When really, nah, man. I felt like they just, it needed, it really uh, had to be done a different way. Um, it didn't need Charlotte thrown in there. Charlotte could have just been doing something else. Know, in her own and right. If it had yeah. just been uh Becky and uh Rhonda, I think that alone would have made things better or at least made it a bit more focused. Yes. Focus was what was really missing. Focus is I think is the the word that that really supplants what was missing in that feud. Focus. Because yeah, they it's kept too much. trying to, Exactly uh, like to 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 put it to uh our girlfriend Tiffany, it was too much chip in the dip. Uh, too much chip <laughs> in the chip, excuse me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um God, I'm getting things backwards. Anyway, um but there, Yeah,
1: this whole this whole thing is backwards, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were trying to fit too many things into this match to make it seem interstellar, even almost
3: universal. No. Ah. Ah. Ah, ah, right. yeah, gotcha. like that. I'm following, I'm following. Ha <laughs>
0: ha. But yeah, no, no, there was nothing intergalactic about it. There was nothing that could, uh, you know, create supernovas about this match. Not when you've got Noam Dar killing it in NXT UK. That's another story. Um, But no, (laughs) um, no, this, this, everything about this needed to be more focused, more succinct, more streamlined and, and, and not sacrifice one whole show's fucking division for the sake of the shit. So no. Yes. The 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 match was f- okay. The storyline was absolute drizzling shits to me. By the time that they made it a triple threat thing, um, and the results of the match and everything leading toward the result was absolutely swimming through dri- drizzling shits to me. So I didn't really give two fucks. Congrats, Becky. You know, this will hopefully lead to the unification of the brands and stop this whole, you know, subdividing nonsense when you have such a massive fucking roster that can definitely be worked in a better way. There's so many good talent and women uh, in there. Yes. But they're obviously only focusing on, on their entertainment storyline aspects here. And that's not going to be enough. That is not going to be enough. I really feel like these women are being mismanaged. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, WWE can eat shit for this match as far as I'm (laughs) concerned. So it's flat for me. Fall flat, eat shit.
1: Seven hours. Like if we had to sit through the seven and a half hour show last week, then they had to eat seven and a half hours worth of shit for that. And this main event, this whole this whole show was you know built upon it was like like it fell flat like you know it it did a disservice it really did
3: yeah i think the the main event eh, i don't want it to tarnish what was pretty much a, a good show and probably one of the best manias feel good fan result manias that we've had in a long time because i think last year was a really good mania as well but I think uh, the ending kind of soured it on people. But this boo, one was. <laughs> yeah. Boo, and the ending really ruined it for her. My
0: client
3: defeated yeah. Roman look, Reigns. Look, they, they showed us. They showed us at the start. This show was going to be different. And, and it was. And I just think uh, this main event, I don't want them to get. I don't want the the, the people in the match to get blamed for what happened. Because if the rumors of everything that I mean, I don't think anything official was stated, but if the rumors are true that, you know, Ronda broke her hand. So the finish was altered and the match went on for like 20 minutes regardless. And it's like at this point, some of the other matches in the show could have got cut short. So I think they were just put in a really bad position and they did the best they could. Other than that, mania as a whole really feel good. The match, I think it fell flat because of the ending. The match was going fine. Until that alter that alteration had to be made. Right until if Ronda broke her hand midway through the match, if that's like what happened. It was it was it was going well until that point. Like and it was fairly obvious. Um, but I think the, they really messed up the build up to this match. They made overcomplicated it. It could have been what they wanted it to be if they just if they just didn't meddle with it too much. Just let it build itself, and it would have been it would have been great. The hype would have still been there. The hype was still there because of Becky. Becky won. She still had a moment despite the ending, and I think it just capped off a show that was it was, you know, a decent show. Like if I if I had to give it like a point grade out of 10 it I'd give it like a six point five, right? Like I think it was or or a seven even. Uh, and I think as far as like if it's making the fans happy, I think this gets a nine. I think I fans that- got a lot of results. I wish I had less hands so I can give you that match in particular
0: <laughs> far less fingers for star ratings. Because that shit got zero for me. No, I'm kidding. It, it, got, a, it got, a,
3: a got a four, three. And I think it was fair to get a three-star rating because, like I said, the first half of the match was probably a three-star rating. It could have been a four-star rating if it had went and ended well. But it got a three, which I think is accurate. And I just think it's unfortunate what happened because it, it just kind of soured the, the evening for people, which mm-hmm. – I, I, you hate to see it happen because it wasn't—it wasn't any of the performers' fault. It just kind of like something happened. An audible had to be made, and the way they made it just didn't turn out good. Because sometimes this stuff happens, and audibles turn out fantastic, but this turned out blase blah, blah, and we got a mediocre ending. So, but other than that, I think the show was pretty decent.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the show overall, with everything in 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 in, uh, in mind. I want to say was good. Good. I, I, it's barely, it's, it's above serviceable for me only because I wasn't really super invested in a lot of the stuff going on outside of maybe say, uh, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Uh, and also because I missed out on a whole bunch of matches earlier on. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's, it, it, it's good for what it was. Uh, thankfully people got a lot of uh, good results for them and I'm very uh, happy to know that we have a generation of people who will you know, be inspired by Kobe Kingston's win uh, and hopefully that sends a message throughout the wrestling world about what kind of uh, booking decisions that one can make to you know uh, bolster communities and bolster uh, creativity within the wrestling community I think but that's me being a bit heavy handed
3: there it was it was just so really I, I I hate to be that guy. I'm mm. just kidding, I love to be that guy But <laughs> if, if we call back to last podcast um I did call triple h winning mm. everyone yeah, was did. like, hey batista Batista, and I said the man with the golden the man with the golden shovels definitely or the man with the golden sledgehammer's winning in that
0: enjoy. it. Uh,
3: I did call Seth walking away with that title. Everyone's like, "Bork, Bork wins." I said, "Yeah, no, it's the yeah swerve.
1: you got that one too."
3: Yeah, the swerve, yeah. The swerve was bigger than we anticipated, though. WWE. Yeah. Everyone said, "No one, no way." They're letting us get away with three baby face wins, and they did. So I got to give them props on that.
1: Cool, you know? huh? All right, so, like, for my thoughts of the show overall, good. You know, mm-hmm. good show uh, overall. Like, it was a baby face heavy uh mania uh out of the eleven belts that were defended was it seven seven of them change hands so that's 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 pretty dope and you know the card is too long, just like this podcast uh, we were trying for an hour and, and thirty hour and forty but like damn like we just we couldn't hold it in and it's all good like we we tried our best it's this mania card is always getting us but we not to deal with reviewing or talking about mania for you know until next year uh but yeah, overall good good card uh just few few matches that we didn't need but there were for the most part uh the results were good so guys we're gonna, i'm gonna wrap it up uh phone this home uh thank you uh, Rom himself, he's, he's not here, but thank you more. Uh, many, many, many thanks to him. I hate uh, you, Rom. I hate your guts. I hope you
3: listen <laughs> to this later. And just more that I hate your guts. I hate everything about you. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I love you. But <laughs> oh, <it's not laughs>
0: brother, you stink. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, of course, thank you, uh, you two guys, Super Freak and uh, Cosmic Kaiser. Thank you for bearing over two plus hours uh, with this <laughs> and we finally, you know, get this on the books. So uh, guys, that's it. Uh, another episode of uh, Ruben and Rome off the books. I'm considering changing the name of it, I guess. I don't know. Considering changing the name, but uh, for now, uh, Ruben and Rome uh, podcast. Uh, that being said for myself, Rome himself, Cosmic Kaiser and Super Freak, uh, bid you adieu and good night. Bye.